dig up their old fossils. Look at the Toshi station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we have a number of protests going on in the city here in Winnipeg uh, over the last little while. You may have noticed. Actually, the last time we recorded, you're like, I got to get out of here before oh, yeah. downtown gets shut down by the protests. So that that's happening again today, although it's a different part of downtown. I saw another instructor um, on my bus that day, by yes. the way. Everybody oh, was like <laughs> everyone fleeing. Yeah, yeah, everyone's getting out of here. Um, yeah. But I, I, the only reason I mentioned it is because I was coming off the bus uh, in front of our city hall here, mm-hmm. which is just a few blocks away from us here in Winnipeg. And there was a protest going on there, not for the... The wet sweat and thing, which is a whole national, like you probably, anybody living in Canada is probably having wet sweat and protests. This one has to do with City Hall and cuts to different programs. I saw that Um, protest. So that protest is going on there. And I thought it's interesting. You see these people, they're on, they're in front of City Hall. They've got their signs up. um, Don't cut our services. Uh, They're all, it's got the union uh, names and everything on there. And then there are just signs that say honk, honk. They just say honk. They just say honk, honk. They're pro honk. (laughs) I thought they were anti-geese. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm just <laughs> pro geese. <laughs> yes, they're pro geese. Honk, honk. Uh, so I thought that was quite funny. And said, "What do you <laughs> like?" You would say honk if you support us or something like that. That's what you should be saying, not just honk, honk. So I thought it was quite funny. Uh, I could not honk because I was not in my car, but I honked. Did in you spirit. walk by and say honk? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> did you get off the bus there? That's I what I did. Yeah, I did get off the bus yeah. there, but I should have just I should have yelled honk, honk and just kind of. Kept walking. Well, I, I wait for the bus right where they are, so it's a, this odd combination of it almost feels as though you're part of the protest. Even the bus driver is kind of like confused. And you're just about like, are these the people side. waiting to get on this thing? <laughs> anyway, um, so today uh, we're going to talk about a number of things in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made some progress on the video game, which we'll talk about. Uh, you watched the new episode of Clone Wars. I did mm-hmm. not, but you have some thoughts, and I do as well, just on the overall Clone Wars series. And, of course, last week they announced the High Republic, which is a new initiative uh, that Lucasfilm is undertaking, not for the films, but for books and comic books, it appears. Uh, But we'll talk about that a little bit I think uh, you have to say the High Republic. (laughs) You have to say it high. You have to sound like Mickey Mouse. Hi, little buddy. (laughs) We're going to go to the High Republic. How high is the High Republic? (laughs) How high (laughs) is, uh, wasn't there a movie called How High? There was a about, movie called uh, How High about marijuana, wasn't it? Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the High Republic is is Pineapple Express meets Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. right. This is, you know that would be very interesting. So you know, that, it's funny. This is the first time I I equated that the word high with that meeting with the High Republic. I've I've without meaning. Sorry, I've never thought of that before. Um, well, let's actually let's just jump right into it. Your clickbait article of the week. Oh, job up. What now? <laughs> So the headline is five ways Star Wars, the High Republic could revolutionize the movies. And uh, I just, you know, it's a typical listicle headline, very, very clickbaity. Although at least there's only five ways. I I hate when it says 19 ways. You're not going to believe number 18. The the, the problem is, okay, you could do five ways the new James Bond movie will revolutionize filmdom. And it won't. No, of course not. So let's just start with that. My guess is... That if there is a High Republic film, is that the premise? Well, if yeah, it is. It's saying um, these these th- the things they're going to be introducing here. So just to explain to people who they mm-hmm. who don't know what it is, uh, there's a video. We'll link to it on YouTube, and very very prominently features our friend Pablo. Um, I like that part. Who's, of it. Yeah, that part. My favorite good. part. Yeah, because he knows what he's talking about. Like that's yeah. We know that Pablo knows what he's talking about. Right. 
Um, I would trust Pablo to write a story in the High Republic. Unfortunately, he doesn't write any of these things. He just oversees everybody else who writes all these he things. He gets phone calls from authors who are angry about don't know. timelines. Yeah, and, they don't, but they yeah. also don't know like what kind of what kind of shampoo does a Wookiee use? Like Pablo knows these things. Pablo probably has authors <laughs> calling him, and they're like, "Luke, I have Luke Skywalker running in on this thing," and, and Pablo has to say, "He's not born yet." Like there's probably things like that. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. There's probably true. a thousand different things like the stories like that that he could tell. Yeah. Because I mean, some not every author who writes a Star Wars book is familiar with the vast timeline. Like like the fans are, and even the fans are a little confused. I have to admit, I'm confused. Now sometimes. this, I don't know. You can tell me if you think this might add to the yeah. confusion. So what they're doing is they're focusing on a period of time, a couple hundred years before the Skywalker saga began. So maybe 200 years in the past. All so right. it's around, yeah, around 200 years prior to the start of Star Wars, oh, prior to the start of The Phantom Menace. So even, yeah. Um, and so uh, it's, but it's just for now, comics and, and books, novels. There's no video games. There's no anything else. But you, ex- you expect once this gets rolling, they will have other things fall of it, including possibly movies, if, if that goes there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this piece is saying, this is from Cinema Blend. It is saying that, um, let's see what the reasons are here. Um, the High Republic is set in a time where the Jedi, I hate when they say time where, it should be a time when, the, the Jedi are yeah. thriving. Uh, so we're going to see, I guess, more so than in The Phantom Menace and those prequel movies, because the Jedi are thriving in those times as well. Like Jedi are essentially the galactic police or yeah. whatever, but is this the same thing? Well, maybe I mean, it's like when the psychedelic furs had a hit and their hair got bigger. <laughs> Right, right, They right, went right. from indie band to pop darling. Yeah, yes. That's this. It's, it's the Jedi Knights going from indie band to pop superstars. One direction. The one direction of Jedi Knights. Yeah. It says the galaxy is large at large is at peace thanks in large part. <laughs> this is a poorly written it, it article. It is. Um, to the destruction of the Sith Empire. Now, I would be more interested in hearing a story about the destruction of the Sith Empire. Yeah. Like, let's tell that story. That comes, yeah. I guess, is before this. So we're not going quite that far back. A, a story could focus on the bad guys. Like we. Uh, I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah. So yeah. this is, again, um, so this is saying that they're going to have, um, you know, it's a time of peace, but there are some outliers and some different villains uh, in the universe that they're going to deal with, that the Jedi will deal with. Although what I've also, other things I've read here is say that not every story is going to deal with the Jedi. It's going to have other like smugglers and whatever else, mm-hmm. whatever normal Star Wars stuff we have. Um, there's a new villainous faction of, quote, Space Vikings, uh, which I kind of like the idea of Space Vikings. Uh, I don't remember a movie called Ice Pirates. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that film? I do. That always made me think of Space Vikings for some reason. It's just yeah. these guys who kind of don't care about anything and they're just, it, it's not quite as bad as like the uh, the Reaver, Reavers in, in Firefly, which are like completely savage. Yeah. These are like just jerks who don't care. <laughs> well, even even though we know Vikings weren't really jerks. The, uh, yeah. Do you watch Norsemen? No, I've, on, you oh, told yeah. me about it. I've, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. It's very funny. Those but, are jerks. That's right. They're a bunch of jerks. <laughs> um, the opportunity to flesh out major dark side lore on the screen. Now, again, these are speaking in terms of films, but um, we can learn more about the Sith and about the dark side uh, through this kind of of window of, of Star Wars history. That's another reason they have here. Um, the opportunity to tell disconnected stories. And I think this might be the one I agree with, is that these are going to be stories that have nothing to do with the Skywalker saga and that are not going to be connected to this, you know, this bloated period of time that we've always been coming back to, that around the New Hope, that whole area. We're, we're nowhere near that. We're hundreds of years in the past. So right. the only possible character that might still be around is Yoda. Right. There's nobody else. Although, I don't know, maybe there's some other well, Jedi. Well, I think who... we, we need our touchstone characters and everything, so I uh, imagine Yoda would be around. <laughs> I really 
hope they don't find a way for R2-D2 to be in this, because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Three, We know 3PO wasn't built yet, but R2-D2, we don't, still don't know how he was built, but I think that's a good thing. Um, so basically, yeah, they're, they're going to roll this out with comic books and, uh, and novels, and then from there, they're going to see where it goes, I assume. Um, what do you think about this whole thing? Uh, well, I think... Uh when uh, they had the Game of Thrones guys tied to Star Wars, I thought Knights of the Old Republic was the no-brainer, was what they need to do. This isn't that. This no, isn't Old Republic. I know. This is High Republic, yes, right? Yes, so, but that's my disappointment. Is okay. That, I, that I, would also cover I, the Sith War as well. well I, the Knights of yeah, the Old Republic is yeah. a Sith War, for I, sure. And I love, uh, I mean, everybody loves the Knights of the Old Republic games. Well, the second one was a little short, but with that, with that complaint aside... Those are great games. Everybody yeah. remembers them fondly and wants more. And hey, if they released a new one of those, people would go crazy. Or even just re- remaster the original. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, I, I play it. I have it on my phone, but it's just not as fun to play no. on the phone. It's be, and because you make decisions and stuff, and it's better on the. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a console game. So yeah. it should be on a console. But I would just like to see a remastered, like, even if you can make the graphics a bit better, yeah. that would be enough for me. And I could replay it from there, you know? I mean, for their day, the graphics are, are worth it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But this is like an and almost even, and even 20 this, years old now. Yeah. And even the lightsaber play was good for the day, and uh, you know there were some complexities in that game too. And but it was, uh, you know, like the, the but the characters were actually damn good, and it did. You know how the Mandalorian made us kind of forget about Boba Fett. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kind of go, ah, maybe doesn't. Who gives a shit if it's Boba Fett? Who cares? And we ju- we're just enjoying the story. Well, I thought Knights of the Old Republic had a similar effect on me, where I thought like when I started playing it, I thought well. These aren't the characters that I really like, but okay. And I played it, and it sort of made me forget about all those other characters and just made me go, wow, this is kind of a cool universe they've created. That's the exactly. Yeah. That's what I loved about yes. it was that universe. Right. So I was sort of hoping I'd rather be in that era than in the High Republic. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why they decided on this. Maybe just because there have been fear. No, what? Fear, fear of what? Fear of the further back you go, the less like Star Wars it is. Uh, well, no. there, yeah, that could be the case. Although uh, the Knights of the Old Republic still felt very Star Wars to me. You know what I mean? It still like it still had lightsabers. It still had ships, yeah. and it had the Force. Yes and no. There were also there was a more primitive kind of lightsaber, wasn't right? It? Yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, but I like that idea. Steampunk. Right? See, I would yes. love to see steampunk Star Wars. I that's think that would be was. a great. I I think that's uh, maybe they could still do that two hundred years in the past. Like it's hard to say. I mean, we're uh, we're all still talking about futuristic space travel here, so yeah. it's still going to be some sort of Dude. advanced technology. Didn't but. Darth Revan come from Knights of the Old Republic? Was that the first? Yes. Time? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, and that's one of my favorite action figures too, the Darth Revan, the one of the non. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the ones, the head scratchers for people who don't play the games or whatever. But uh, I just remember that very well, I, and I thought the characters were good. It was not a ripoff of Vader. It was, uh, you know, like we know that the Sith, the Sith names always start with Darth, so right. it was not a Vader ripoff. Uh, I just, I just like that, like. Maybe I'll be surprised. I do like anything with Yoda in it, that's for sure. But uh, I, I, I just I had such high hopes that when I th- thought of Game of Thrones, that's that could have been Knights of the Old Republic in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. You know, that, that that aesthetic. The the overall thrust of this is the pieces I've read say that this um, universe is going to be focused on telling individual stories, not big, huge tales of like galactic destruction or that kind of thing, no. um, which is fine. But I just think there, there should be some sort of epic aspect to this where there will, there's got to be one story, man. Maybe they'll save it for a movie. Who knows what they're going to do with that? But, you know, there should be one aspect of this that has like, 
you know, a Jedi fighting a Sith or a Jedi mm-hmm. fighting something, someone who's on the dark side of the Force. Yeah. Right. That conflict between the light and the dark, that's still got to be the kind of through line of the of the series. Um, I wish I do wish they had gone further back in time. I agree with you. I think that they could have totally gone back. What I was going to say was you said fear. But what I was going to say was the reason that they didn't go further back is because they've already told some stories. There have been some novels and some comic books set in the time of the Old Republic. They're picking this time period of 200 years ago because there's never really been anything any stories told from this timeline so it's kind of it's kind of fresh and open and really you can do anything you want with it i think that's probably the real reason why they chose it i don't well i also but i do think they they at this point need something that's still star wars z and i think the fear the fear element was is the the further back you go the less like the star wars everybody knows it is but i think i think star wars fans go where the stories go I think for, for the average viewer, they don't have a clue. And they, uh, what, this is not going to matter no, until they announce a no. film. And if the film's good, that's when the average viewer is in, becomes interested. Yeah. If it looks super cool, and uh, other people like it. Now, if, if they do a film like this, I think it won't. I don't think it will do nearly as well as a traditional Star Wars film. I don't know. I don't think they're ever going to get. Now that they're quote unquote done with the Skywalker saga, and we'll see if that's true because they might not be. Um, but uh, if if they don't make like a normal like anything that's not a normal Star Wars movie, does not do as well. Although I guess Rogue One is the the one kind of. Um, Exception, although that one is still set very closely tied in. It's very closely tied into the Star Wars films. Uh, Solo didn't do as well because it was not set in your standard Star Wars kind of format. Marketing. That, uh, the marketing and the, and the timing of it was not oh, good as the either. the timing but was I, so I think bad. for the most part, yeah. most people don't like Solo because of it's not like a traditional Star Wars movie, yeah. whereas you and I like it because it is because of that. I really yeah, like it. Yeah, me too. It. I every still time, really like it. Every time I even catch a glimpse of it, I sort of have to watch the rest. Um, because I, I just like, uh, I, like to me, it's a big lost opportunity if we never see where that story ultimately, like there, there's a, and maybe Kenobi series will maybe tie together some of that with a little Darth Maul in there. That, that could be super cool. Yeah. I, it's a shame yeah. that they're so gun shy that the minute they get any kind of quote, uns- non-success or whatever, poor reception, they back off. Like, they really did back off very quickly. Once that solo came out and so-called tanked, although it still made lots of money, it was just didn't make yeah. as much as all the other films, they pulled right back and said, okay, no more standalone movies. I'm like, that yeah. would have been, I wouldn't have minded the standalone movies. I thought they were a good idea. Yeah. And they're not all going to be awesome. I'm sorry, but they're just not. And and certainly we know now that not all these Star Wars movies are going to be awesome either. Like, there's going to be division no matter what. So I just wish they were a little yeah. more bold in their choices of like, okay, we're going to continue on with this path. Let's just see it through and yeah. see what happens. And then, and, but they just kind of backed off. And now this High Republic is kind of where they get to experiment with stuff before they pitch it as movies. But it's still safe in that if Yoda's the main character or something, then it's safe because then we... And who knows? We don't really yeah. know how old any of these other aliens no. are. So, I mean, Chewbacca could conceivably be in it because he's like 200 years old, isn't he? It's Somebody so easy to be keep... baby Chewbacca. Yeah, you can keep casting Chewbacca in every decade. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> If, if his wookies are hundreds and I was looking for him in uh, in the uh, the game video game I'm playing the um, Fallen Order. I was looking because there's a lot, you spent a good portion of that game on Kashyyyk, and you see all these wookies all over the place. But I don't think he's in any of those yeah. scenes. He just there's just a bunch of generic like just generic wookies. Right. It all they all sound like Chewbacca because they're just using Chewbacca sound effects. But anyway, um, yeah. So basically. 
that's the that's the news here. The, the High Republic is coming. Uh, check out the video if you haven't already. Again, it's great to see Pablo in, in this. It looks like they had a really cool kind of writer's retreat meeting. Yeah, I like that and part. That kind of idea. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of them all kind of getting together and discussing the thing as a whole. Yeah. And then each writer will go off individually and create their own stories around it. Yeah. That's a great process. And I, I like think. Pablo sitting at the table there uh, talking to the writers. That yeah. was a, that's a pretty good shot. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the yeah. man. Yeah, he is. Uh, you know, well, I, I will absolutely check these out when they come out. I don't know. We'll talk about it here on the podcast when they do. Yeah, I, and and uh, on a related note, and I don't know if this – do you have this as a separate item, the, the Rise of Skywalker novelization? No, no. Okay, well, we're talking about books, so let's, yeah, let's, yeah, for let's sure, throw yeah. this in, and that is a couple passages leaked. This week from the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker, which will be coming out soon. Why isn't it out already? Uh, Seems like late. Well, it's almost like they threw the story together at the last <laughs> minute. Wah, wah, wah. But uh, they, so today another podcast, oh, and I can't remember which one. They've already read the book. Uh, and So, so they, the whole thing leaked? So I guess it must have. Okay. So people are reading it. Well, I would like uh, to pay for it like a normal person. And there's, like, I know. we're gonna. I, actually, I was thinking that for upcoming... I mean, there's lots we need to do in this podcast, including talk about now that the, we've had time to sit with the new trilogy to sort of hash that all out. Oh, we've also got to watch The Rise of Skywalker and on the podcast gotta, as got, well. we got to watch that and do our commentary. <laughs> and we have to um, uh, uh, g- 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 read the uh, novelization, I think. I've, I have not read any of the novelizations no. for the new movies. I, I read The Force Awakens, and there was a couple additional scenes, but nothing major. But uh, I think this one is bucks the trend. All right. Because so, there's already a scene where that's leaked where Kylo Ren goes to visit, uh, when he goes to visit uh, b- 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 the Emperor. And we, the first shot scene in the movie where you sort of see a, a tank of Snokes and all of that. Right. A surplus of Snokes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see that. And uh, uh, in the book, apparently, there's, they talk more about the cloning technology. So he's he is a clone. And Ian McDermott, I think this week, said his line in the movie, which isn't in the f- final film, one of the lines that he, I guess he, they delivered but didn't use was, I'm more than a clone, but less than a man kind of thing. Like somewhere between man and clone. I mean, he's like a, a eunuch? Is that what that means? Oh. They, didn't clone all, they didn't clone every part of him? Is that what that means? Does it mean he doesn't have a wiener? How, how did he have a grandchild if that's the case? <laughs> he's like a vegetarian hot dog. No uh, wiener. No, he's Thank like you. the dude from Game of Thrones, the guy who has no, no junk, the... Um, Oh yeah, that you know, guy. The, the ball guy. Anyway, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, there's that, and then there's, I think, the big Raylo controversy. Though, well, we need to buy the book, but I think it's that when they kiss at the end, it is, there is no romance involved. That it is only a life giving. Uh, something or other. Uh, BS. Yeah, Come on. No, it's not. I'm calling BS. You don't kiss somebody on the lips when it's not romantic. But now this is now this is. Due to this is, I believe this discussion comes from actual leaks, but maybe not. Let's let's uh, wait for the book to come out All and right. read it ourselves to see. And I think it, this more than any other movie. I think this is the book to read, just because it just seemed like there's so many unanswered questions about the rise of Skywalker. Every even people who love the movie have questions about things like about like that. Yeah, of course, where um, Palpatine came from and all of that other stuff. So, uh, so you think they didn't want to refer to the word clone in the film? There's no mention of the word clone. Maybe. Although somebody maybe says it. Does someone say the word clone? Uh, maybe when they they when they hear that he's back, that a Palpatine's back, they might have said something. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, um, but yeah, like it's um, they're just you know if they, they get into clones, then we're back in the 
Clone Wars, and then that's yeah. a whole other bucket of fish, well, as I it think, were. Bucket of clones. And I do think if you say the word clone, it, it harkens back to prequels, and it, it just seems like this current trilogy just didn't want to go there. Which is unfortunate, because yeah. I think they should have. I yeah, really do think they, they, they could op- have. They could have yeah. done that. It was Tied an opportunity to really, like, and J.J. kept saying, I'm tying together, I'm ending the series. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really. No, not really. No. Like, there's lots of different yep. things that could have happened there. Um, speaking of Clone Wars, let's talk mm-hmm. about the series. Uh, episode two dropped on Friday. Um, you didn't like it, you told me. No, not so much. Well, this is what I like. And I, and I said it last week. I really like the animation. Uh, I, I think the animation is stellar. There's lots that I like about the animation. To me, and and last week we talked about it a bit, where the storyline is just like I'm listening to other podcasts where grown men are weeping at the Clone Wars. <laughs> and so I don't want it, you know, good for them. And I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, grown men. But I, but, I, but I think those grown men were kids when the Clone Wars originally. That ran. has to be it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they're, to them, this is sort of like like squeezing out the last bit, knowing that this is the last season, really squeezing out every drop. It's of nostalgia for them. Yeah. It, it really is. Yes. So that's the and so that's the same thing that we feel about the original trilogy. We were kids when that came out. You right. know, that's what we feel about it. So, And, and to me, watching uh, The Rise of Skywalker, it was squeezing the last bit of yeah. Luke Skywalker out of the saga. You know, oh, last chance, like all that. Uh, oh, one last Harrison Ford. Oh, like all of that stuff was the stuff that I love the most. And me, and because that's really what I wanted out of this trilogy. But I am, uh, I just the stuff that's in, that's in the season of Clone Wars, it just seems... It's just not resonating with me. And in fact, here's the funny thing. I remember I almost have trouble piecing together the plot of episode two because it just seems like there, there's there's things that happen in there. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I'll just say there's, th- I don't care. there's things. Well, that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't care as much either going in. <laughs> but I think, I think the first episode was better than the second one. Okay. The second one has got, I mean, I guess the news item in the second one is that we find out that Obi-Wan knows that Anakin has something going with Padme. Okay. That he knows already. Oh, okay. And so it's not a so when we see Sith, Revenge of the Sith, uh it's it's not something that I mean it's something that Obi-Wan already knew was going on. So uh when he says to Padme in Revenge of the Sith, are these Anakin does he say your babies uh, I don't remember. are they his the baby so there's something Right, 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 right. Is he the father? That's yeah. what he says. Is he the father? Uh, and uh, so he knows, but th- this establishes that he knows that there's something going on. And there's an uncomfortable scene. This is the thing I remember most from the episode. And and, and I'll tell you what it reminded me of. But there there's a scene where uh, Rex guards Anakin as Anakin goes into this room and then talks to Padme secretly and then he comes out of the room, and Obi-Wan's standing there and doesn't look. And basically, Rex has to, like, uh, he's in there uh, uh, counting lightsabers or something. Like, he's 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 got a cover for Anakin. He's masturbating. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so the, what I got out of that scene was it was like Anakin was a teenager in his bedroom. Right. And mom's waiting outside. And she knows what's going on in there, but she's not going to walk in. <laughs> so So then the teenager emerges and is chastened by the mom. And so he 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 uh, he he walks out and lies to Obi Wan, and Obi Wan says, "Say hi to Padme for me." <laughs> I know what you're doing in that room, is basically what he says. Oh, okay. okay. Then the rest of the episode is the Bad Batch doing what the Bad Batch does. Right. Being bad, being a bad batch. <laughs> 
And by the way, the more I thought, think about it, they're the good batch. Well, they are. They help. Yeah, they're helpful. But they're they're like a they're a bad batch of clones is the idea because there's something went wrong with their cloning. They're the good batch because they're fighting for the forces of good. The bad batch would turn on the other good ones. Right, right. So, yeah. so I, I think, think it sounds better though. Alliteration yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, the bat. It's the dirty dozen. That's right, what it is. exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just I I can't remember what happened with the bad batch. I watched it and just it had zero resonance with me to the extent that. I just don't remember that story. I remember some cool animation and stuff, but I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, this is our final season, guys. This is it. Yeah. Like, there's only, tw- I think there's 12 episodes, maybe? Yeah, there I is 12, know. yeah. Is there? Okay. And that leads into my, my comment yeah. here. So this is, I post, of course, I post all of our episodes and everything that we do on our Facebook group. Um, and you can again, you can join, you search out uh, Media Nerds or Star Wars Nerds on Facebook. You can find us and join the group. So I posted our episode where we talked about yeah. the first episode of The Clone Wars, the first news I'm sure episode. not everybody was a fan, but. No, no, actually, we only yeah. got one comment on it, yeah. but it was from Aiden, and Aiden says, it was cool to see it finally finished, but I've already seen the whole Bad Batch oh, arc yeah. in an unfinished state. I'm more looking forward to episodes 5 through 12, and I had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't they, know. They showed the animatic at, yeah. the, at or no, not Comic-Con, Star, uh, Celebration. Star Wars Celebration, but yeah. This is before they knew they were going to be bringing it back, yeah. when they thought it was all said and done, oh, and no, they were I never going to come was, back. Wasn't that the same moment? I think they showed, they said we're bringing it back, and everyone lost their minds, and then they showed the animatic? Or am I wrong? I don't know. Hold on, let me look. It I up. thought I, I was under the impression it was the exact same event where they announced it was coming back, but maybe I'm wrong. I was not there, <laughs> so you weren't. Nope. I, I I feel like I was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it says this arc was previously released in story reel form, premiering at Celebration Anaheim 2015. So oh. this is not. This is way before they announced. This is back again. This is back before. Uh, they knew it was coming back. They just finished because, again, it had been canceled from Netflix mm-hmm. and they had never finished it. They were still working on season seven when it was canceled. So they just decided to show it, right? Show some content at Celebration. And there it is. And, of course, it leaked online. So people have seen that. And that is episodes, um, the first four episodes of this uh, series, um, which is the Bad Batch arc. So this is already out there. They've already recorded voices and everything. It had already all been done. All they had to do was finish the animation on it. So that's kind of sucks that, like, Half of the season, almost half the season, is already known what's going to happen. People know it's out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no surprise there. And that kind of, that's a bit disappointing to me. Um, I would have just started from scratch. Why do we even need to do those episodes? Why if, would you just start from scratch? If you know something's the last season, then that is your opportunity to squeeze every last morsel of goodness out of what you're able to do. Yeah. So it's too bad about that. Like but. It's like saying, okay, well, we've already got this half yeah. done. Let's just finish it, and then we just have six episodes to do. It's like they're trying to yeah. save money or something. And come on, this is Star Wars we're talking about here. No need to save money. They're going to make tons of it. So yeah. <laughs> I just I think it's a bit lazy for them to do that, honestly. I just, we wish they would just kind of throw that out. It's an arc we'll never see. And then we'll just start from and do 12 new episodes. Right now it seems like we're only getting seven new episodes. Right. Essentially is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Or eight new episodes, whatever it is, eight new episodes. It reminds me of, we talked about Better Call Saul on our other podcast on Media Nerds. And uh, that's a show that ends next season. So it's got one more season. So as it, we get closer to the ending, it gets more and more tense and it boils, just like Breaking Bad did. Yeah. Boils uh, with pressure every week after week after week, knowing it's going to lead up to an inescapable conclusion. And these Clone Wars episodes, I don't get that at all. I don't get that kind no. of like, oh, wow, like we're really building. And now, hey, who knows? Maybe the last episodes will do that. But for now, it's just a little, it's 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 like, hey, all uh, right, this is fine. And I, I don't hate it. 
But it, to me, it's just, uh, you know, it's more, it's like when you watch entertainment for kids. I, hey, I appreciate the animation. I like certain certain little elements in there. Yeah. And the voice acting. I mean, it's all good. Um, but for, uh, I was hoping it'd be like a little more tense and a little more. There's no stakes. Let's start. Yeah. Let's raise the stakes. Let's make this go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I don't really have the desire to watch this from week to week. Like I said, I didn't yeah. watch the latest one. And I might just wait until they all come out and just binge them all at once or something. I don't know. I, yeah. We'll see how it goes. I'll, so probably, I'm not really, I'll probably keep it up. If something like, interesting happens, yeah, Tony, because I'm yeah, not really, probably not going to come back to it unless uh, unless you mention something and really I shouldn't. Cool. I feel bad even saying it but because uh, there's other podcasters out there who I know love it and a certain age of fandom that just to them this is – Sort of like every dream come true, so that's good, and I I'm glad I'm glad they like it that much. It, I'm trying to think of it. It's like if they brought back the droids cartoon for yeah, us. I yeah. guess I guess something like that, or the Ewoks cartoon, or something. Like that. Oh, even that, those I are only two seasons long. Even when that was new, I barely liked it. I it was, was very like, very eh. very disconnected from the main storyline. It was it was a it was kind of the first of the extended universe of Star Wars, right? Seer stories told outside the. Uh, the main story, the main films, but um, yeah, I I I did rewatch a lot of those episodes recently. They're all on uh, YouTube, and I really enjoyed it. I thought that was really interesting. Also for kids at the time, uh, mostly. Yeah, right? oh for sure, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, interesting. I saw a video recently, a uh, very poorly researched video about the value of Star Wars toys. Oh yeah. And it said here are the top ten most valuable Star Wars toys, and but it was basing almost all of its information on this was listed on eBay for ten thousand dollars. So it's like, um, well, you can list anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, although there were a few instances of, of things going for at auction for certain prices, like the Boba Fett pro- prototype or something like that, which yeah, is really yeah. is in the tens of thousands because there's only one or two of them. Um, but there's one figure that that is apparently really rare because it was only released in Brazil, and that is the figure of the villain from the droids cartoon. Vlix. Vlix, yeah. And it was it's yeah. f- funny because, again, most people would not know what that was uh, if you saw it, but um, but that is, again, just, just released in Brazil, so never... Not very many of them out there. And actually, it's funny that you said that because I have the complete classic set of original Star Wars figures. Not in the box, of course, right. because was, you know, as a kid, I put them away in little. They're they're in plastic and they're complete and they've got everything, but they're just not on the card. Right. So they, you know, I could probably I don't know how many. It's probably worth a couple grand at this point. I don't know what it would be worth, but part one point of my life, I was like, you know what? I don't have any of those droids. Uh, figures. I'm like, maybe that's something I want to get into. Maybe. So I went to uh, one of the collectible shops. Was it called Raven Collectibles? Yes. Okay, but now it's not. It's Cobra now. Oh, okay. Cobra Collectibles. I was actually having that discussion with someone today, and I could, yeah. I could not remember what it used to be called, Raven. So I went to Raven, and they had the R2-D2 and C-3PO figures from Droids, and they were, like, overpriced. Like, sometimes, <laughs> like if you only have one of a figure, it's going to be cost more. And but they were in the hundreds of dollars, and I I looked at it and I was like maybe maybe I'll do this, and then I went home and I did the same thing. I researched the other figures, and the other ones are like Vlix for a loose Vlix. It's like ten thousand dollars or something. Yeah, and I was just like, no, I am not. I'm not. Because <laughs> there's no way you can complete that collection. No, and I, I'm not going to rip off that band aid. It's just it's never going to happen that yeah. I'm going to pay that much. Yeah. For that for that collection, but I love those figures. I really like, I like what the they art, did. With I like them. the art style of the yeah. series. I really do. Like, I think that's a great. Uh, it's kind of this cool cartoony look. Um, similar. I mean, again, Clone Wars has its own style that I like as well. So mm-hmm. I like when they do these animated things. But I just, I really hope. Like, we're gonna get this last season of Clone Wars, and it's gonna go. But I still hope. Like, I didn't watch Resistance. I didn't really get Me into neither. it. I loved Rebels. Got into Rebels. I don't know why there is the. I don't know why I didn't like Resistance. Um, maybe it was the animation 
narration style maybe was that I didn't care about that story. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I hope they, they continue to produce animated series. And I'm sure they will. But I really, I'm really looking forward to like seeing what they're going to do next. Oh, they will. It's really cool. They'll keep – hey, it's easy. There should always be an animated Star Wars series out there covering something. Yeah. Now, there is such a thing as an animated series for adults. You sure. Know, I, there, were, there, were, there, were, there was – didn't they release um, something recently where there was a – they were working on one for adults, a Star Wars mm. animated series. Um, it was like a CGI series or maybe it was a video game. And they had some some like – test footage or whatever you call it oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, out there, just kind of showing the environments and stuff, but it was yeah. more along the lines of a Grand Theft Auto for Star Wars. That's what it was. Oh, I think that was George Lucas. That was going to be a live-action show. Oh, it was a live-action. Okay. Yeah, so, but, yeah, but yeah. But they showed like some of the CGI backgrounds and right. stuff they developed, and it looked very cool. And again, I, I would love to see that kind of thing happen, but I don't think Disney's going to do it. Like they canceled that detours thing as well, which seemed really silly. Um, they've got a lot of those episodes produced. Actually, those detours yeah. episodes are done, but I don't think they're ever going to release those either. See, right? I th- see, the Mandalorian does a good job. It's a show for adults, but they even go middle of the road in terms of there's a baby Yoda, so kids. Sure, there's a little bit of cuteness right, right. to it. Yeah, so, so kids, there's something in there that will bring kids in. So, but it, it is possible to do a darker Star Wars. And I'm not even talking about like nudity and blood and guts, nothing like that. I wouldn't even mind just, blood, blood and guts. You know, just you know, a more okay. a more intense version, you know, of Star Wars, and and that's not for kids. And and you could definitely do that as a. I mean, The Simpsons is arguably sometimes it's for kids and sometimes it isn't. You know, there's, yeah. there's models out there for for different kinds of anime. I, I would make the argument that Star Wars now has more adult fans than kids fans. Like, there's I more want, yeah. grown-ups who like Star Wars than there are kids who like Star Wars. Like I said, I don't think this new trilogy is going to inspire the fandom that the last two trilogies did. Um, but time will tell on that one. But I just, you know, don't feel like there's a lot of kids out there who just clamor for Star Wars. Even my youngest, who is like among yeah. my three kids, the biggest fan, he doesn't care as much about it. He'll watch it, but he's like not saying. I, I told him about the Clone Wars cartoon. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, when does that happen? I said, well, it's, a, it's like a prequel thing. Mm-hmm. He's never seen the prequel, so he doesn't really care about it. Yeah, he doesn't want to see it. So anyway, well, kids are inundated with entertainment now, right. and it's just not the same. As yeah, when we, you know, we, we got we, one <laughs> movie a, a decade. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to be a fan. Yeah, you can, you yeah. just enjoyed it as much as possible because we didn't get very much. Uh, this past weekend, we binged uh, the first season of My Hero Academia, which is oh, yeah. uh, an anime series. And we went to see the movie in the theater. There's a second film that came out. Yeah. And this is something we could talk about in media nerds as far as we've talked in the past about movies and how their their business model doesn't work and because they've got like all these shows happening throughout the week that are empty theaters. Like, you know, there's just not nobody there on a Thursday night watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went there on a Sunday afternoon, and there was only a limited amount of screenings for this film, for this My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. One, there was shows in, showing in three theaters across the city, but only one showing per day, and it was packed. We walked in there, and like, we could not find seats together. It was insane. Uh, it was not even, uh, never saw, the only time I've seen a movie like that is when I go see Star Wars. Like, the only time I've ever seen a packed theater. This is a Sunday afternoon um, bunch of anime fans, and so we watched the film, and then we went home and watched the uh, series, and uh, it's very good. But yeah, it's very much a, a kids thing. They have as the well. action figures at GameStop, My Hero Academia, yeah. Academia, yeah, and uh, and uh, but they the seri- the figures are sealed in a cardboard box, so you can't actually see what they look like. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of interested when I saw the title of it. I was like, I work in the ac- in an academic environment. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would love to see what it's these about, figures it's, are. It's basically Superhero Academy. That's what it is. Yeah, it's that's about, what It's figure. about people have all these superpowers. I think yeah. the designs are really cool. You probably would like them. They've got some yeah. really interesting and different designs for those figures, so that'd be interesting to see. Yeah. All right, I want to finish up today by talking a little bit more about uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm continuing to play for the Xbox. And I've whether made you want headway. to or not. Uh, I'm Now I'm really on the fence as to whether or not I want to continue this. Um a couple more gripes I have with this game. Number one, and I've done some research on this. Uh, apparently, the uh, a lot of this stuff borrows from a, uh, what was the game called? Uh, Dark Souls. There's a game called Dark Souls, which I've never played. Me neither. But this game borrows a lot of its gameplay mechanics, and uh, it's like the idea of the meditation point where you save the game and you can recharge your energy. That was something this other game did. There's a lot of similarities between the two games as far as this gameplay goes, which isn't great. It's not not very original. A lot of people have said it's basically Dark Souls with a Star Wars skin on it, which is not great. Um, so I, I finished, I uh, went back to Zepho, did the second round of Zepho, went back to Kashyyyk, did the second round of Kashyyyk. Now I'm back on Dathomir, doing the second round of Dathomir, and it's so repetitive just going back to these same planets over and over again. I'm not, getting really not tired Not much of it. new happens. Well, it's it, and it's so yeah. frustrating. Um, the, the only difference as far as difficulty goes, like usually when you when you set the difficulty on a game, and I know you like to go hard. When we played, yeah. uh, we not played, this time no, no, I didn't. But when yeah. you play Gears of War uh, together yeah. and we did those videos, you're like, let's go hard. I'm like, what? Like, I always start with like the medium or the default one, which is usually like not quite as easy. But you always go like super hard. Yeah, yeah, because because then you go back. Like I play it super hard the first time, then I go back play the easy one. And you're just you've earned all of the uh, okay so power ups, and you're just around. like pow 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 pow. You just like just mow through them. So what is it in, in a game like Gears of War or Halo or another game? What does that difficulty change mean? Like what what usually happens when you gear- harder harder. Uh, enemies more more enemies right sometimes there's more sometimes yeah, they're sometimes they're just tougher they have they have it takes longer to take them down mm-hmm. um sometimes um sometimes they have better ai like they think a little bit more like they can mm-hmm. you know dodge your attacks a bit better i think the only difference in this game is that you don't take as much damage i think that's the real difference here in this in this game when you set it to the easiest level which i'm on right now it's a storytelling level basically it's still hard to defeat these enemies mm-hmm. You just you have more chances to do it because you don't like when they hit you it barely barely hurts you, so they really have to hit you a lot to kill you. That's really what it is. And so, for example, I beat the ninth sister. That was a tough battle. It doesn't yeah. matter that I'm on easy. It was still tough to beat her. Oh, that's a tough one. But yeah. I, I'm you're sure, almost done. You're getting close. Okay, well, yeah. it's good to hear because well, maybe I'll stick with it because I was like, well, I wonder what this would have been like on a more difficult level. And I'm looking at it going, it would just be this the exact same battle. It's just that I would have died 10 million times before I finally beat her. Because it's a lot of a lot yeah. of the gameplay is about the parry and the the dodge and the dip duck and dodge and yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. I'm not great at that. I'm not really good. I, I like, just don't I, care I like, enough. I just like to yeah. mash the buttons. I mash the buttons. I do cool star, yeah. uh, lightsaber moves. And I'm happy with that. That's yeah. all I really care about. Uh, so that's why I continue to have it on easy. But it does seem like a bit of a lazy, easy setting. If all you're going to do is make it tough, like just make my invincibility stronger my, my thing stronger than there, there's not really much of a challenge there the puzzles are all the same you still have to figure out where to pull the rock and push the thing and squeeze through the through the crevice yeah, and all some of that's hard and yeah because you don't yeah. know you, you don't see it uh the map is still difficult to read i cannot that is my major sucks complaint. i hate the map um the map is terrible yeah and the end and 
going back to a location and finding where you need to go. Yeah, because well, it's crazy. Like, I, I mean, why? I went to Dathomir the first yeah. time because the thing told me to go there, and it was kind of an option. You could go there or go to Kashyyyk. I did go to Kashyyyk, but then I went back to Dathomir, and I, w- I got to a certain point. I couldn't get any further because you need the Jedi jump. You need the double oh. jump thing, right? You can't get to oh, that Oh, I remember level. that, yeah. So you, you meet that weird old guy. Remember that guy? Yes. He's like, hey, how's it going? And he's like yeah. this weird <laughs> old Jedi dude. I don't know who the hell he is. No. Um, anyway, and then you walk past him, and then there's this big gap, and you can't, you cannot jump that gap. There's so you no got to go back. So I got to go yeah. back to Kashyyyk or go wherever the hell I have to go. I think maybe it was Zepho. D- down an elevator. There not there some weird... I don't remember. I don't remember. Either. So, um, so then you have to go back to do the other part. Then once you get that jump ability, then you come back to Dathomir and finish it. But I did go there. The one thing you get the first time you go to Dathomir is the the double bladed lightsaber, which is really cool. I like. Although that. I find the gameplay harder with the double blade. I, I find it harder to, to reflect the um, yeah the uh, bolts back of the uh, the stormtroopers and stuff. Yeah. So then you go back to Kashyyyk, and I have the major issue, I said this last time, is that you spend a good chunk of your time on Kashyyyk and other planets killing the local wildlife. Yeah, um, you do. And, and so you're killing giant spiders or slugs with ram horns or whatever the hell those things yeah. are. Um, so not very imaginative uh, of creature design here either. Like, I didn't know giant spiders existed in the Star Wars world. We didn't see them anywhere in the films. Like, mm-hmm. we're just kind of, you know, these are not really... Very clever. And so you spend all your time doing that. And then you finally get to this giant bird and you have to help the bird. All right. You help the giant bird. You you pull a piece of metal out of its side and then it gives you a ride up the tree or whatever. And like, okay, so what do you say? You say it's okay to kill some animals, but not all animals. Like, what's your message here? It's a little confusing. And that's that's a hard little part of that level. It is. Trying to jump on the plants and slide down when it gives you the slide. Yeah. yeah, Jumping left and right and over. And And the the, the ship is shooting at you in the middle of all that. Uh, I kind of like that level because it was exciting, but it was like, wow, like. I don't. They're throwing a lot at you. Yeah, and then, can, yeah. And then, and then sometimes at the corner of your eye, you see like something you need to get a power up or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, "That's not happening." It's done, gone. And not, not only is it not happening, you will never find that slide no, again. No, you can't yeah. go back. So then, uh, and then, so there, there are a couple parts of that level where the the big giant bird will give you a lift yeah. and fly you. Basically, you just kind of go for a nice little fly, and it's very cinematic and very you know well rendered and beautiful. But then you come back and you're like, why couldn't the freaking ship that I'm on just flown me to this point? Yeah. Like, we've established that he can jump from a high distance off the ship. Just take me to, like, a generally where Tarful is and I'll jump off. How about that? Yeah. Instead of having to go through all this crap. Like, there, that, and that's, that's true for almost every level of this. Every single level, the ship has to land a certain distance away, and you have to make your way through all these mazes and walls and, and vines, and there's all of these conveniently similar ways of trying. Yes. It's it's Jedi parkour. That's what yeah. Jack calls it. My son Jack called it Jedi parkour. It's, it's made for the character you have. Right. And if it's not, that means you missed something. Right. You got to go back and get that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? There was something the, the else. Traveling to me is unconscionable. The the no way to zoom to the, the force points, to the meditation points. Yeah. And you should be able to fast travel there because it's, it's just – it just makes the game so frustrating when you can't. You should not. There's no point which you should ever have to retrace your steps, but you do that a lot. Like there's there's still new levels. Like even when you go back to the planet again, yeah. there are new parts to open up, which is right. gr- good. Good. But yeah. I don't want to have to go through that old level just to get to the new level again. No. Like that's just ridiculous. Park somewhere new, and, and then you, it, and you yeah. get lost. Yeah, park somewhere new. That's right. And you get lost on the way. You can't remember which way you went. Right. And the map isn't helpful because you've unlocked everything on the map, so that's not yeah. showing you where to go. It's not helpful. <laughs> 
And sometimes, yeah, sometimes you're even standing above where you need to go, and you don't know how to get down. Or up. Yeah, so I'll show you that. There's way. different levels. Yeah, there's uh, there's an elevator. But, yeah, oh. Okay. And what makes me angrier is I'm playing. I finished playing the Doom game from I think it was 2016. Oh yeah, yeah. The Doom. Hey, that's very good. Yeah. Well, Jesus, like we could have done that in this game. Yeah. Where where it does it it show it it's got like little platforms and what they do in the and it looks like it's like this super cool constructed. Um, thing by Martians because uh, you're on Mars, right, right, right. And so you can jump up, and it's got lights shining out of it, uh, and you can jump up where the lights are shining, and so it sort of gives you some indication. And I never had to retrace my steps. I never knew, like, oh, I'm stuck. I there's nowhere for me to go. That never happened. Like maybe once it happened, and I was like, oh, and I found it right away, sort of what to do. And it's more about the battle really than it is about uh, being lost. But the other thing that the Doom game does is it saves more often. It lets you, you know, go back. It lets you it lets you sort of go back. You can once you've played through a mission, then you can play through it again, but it's and it's chapters, it's short chapters. So so it's it's just like a more I like uh, but now, the one the difference is the da- the story in Doom is nothing. Who cares? Right. It's, a, it's just an excuse to blast aliens yes. or whatever, yeah. Whereas the story and that and that's why I'll say to you, finish Fallen Order for the story, because what I'll say is the final thing that happens is it's truly terrifying. What it happened, I was not expecting what happened. And you say I'm almost done? You're you're getting there. Okay. I, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm back on Daphne. I'm back on Daphne right now. I'm the the Night Sisters are like taunting me. I'm fighting off zombies, which are really easy to kill, and then yeah. um, other Dathomirians or whatever dudes like uh, Darth Darth Maul. Those guys with the horns. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. they are hard. Just like the stormtroopers, they are hard to they kill. Get, they get easier as well, you get power just, up. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. but it's still, it's like I got three of them coming at me, and if yeah. I wasn't on the super easy mode, I would have been dying all the time. Yeah. Uh, some of those meditation points are poorly placed as well. Oh, yeah. There's one time where you get to Tarfel, who's the chief of the Wookiees, yeah. and you talk to him. That's the point of this whole vision to Kashyyyk, right. and then you you finished, and then now you have to go somewhere else, and there's no freaking save point there. It's like, why wouldn't you put a save point right there by where this level ends? Yeah. I had to go through a different thing. I had to climb up another wall, and I was I was pretty close to dying too. I was like, yeah, uh, that's it, right. You, you do get you do suffer damage in the easy level, and I'd gone a long stretch without getting a recharge or whatever, and I'd used my stims already. Yeah. So I was like flashing red, and I still had to kind of make my way through some jungle and some monsters and stuff to get to the next save point. So yeah. it's very poorly placed. So overall, I'm not. Th- I'll finish the game. We'll talk about the story part of it once I'm done the game. But I'm really like. It's not a great game, in my opinion, and I'm really frustrated because there's not a lot of great Star Wars games. The these design days. is great. The look of it is great. Well, that, that, that's the, always been the case. The yeah. last couple, like all yeah. the Battlefront games, look great. That kind of stuff is fine, but the gameplay and the yeah. mechanics of it is not gameplay. And for me, map is the cardinal sin. Yeah, it's the just... map and the and the no fast travel. Like, come on, that you can you can justify fast travel in a game quite easily and and because they have a ship the fast travel can be i got in the ship and they dropped me off here they got in the ship they dropped me off here you don't need to walk like to retrace steps where you've already seen it a million times and the only thing you're fighting is the thing that's respawned from before right yes who cares yes no i don't want to kill the same spider three times that same beast on the planet you're on you know on on that main part of the level there's that one beast walking around every single damn giant troll or whatever yes Oh, once you kill that beast, that's it. That's the end of the beast. Like, why does that guy respawn? Or the, the actually the one part of it I didn't mind was the uh, 
the bat or whatever that giant bat part was the, you, he comes crashing through and you have to fight him and so it's just, it looks like a big bat and um, <laughs> I don't you, remember you, this you, so you fight it's on Dathomir and so you fight him and he goes he, he's got like a little little bit left on his health meter and he goes flying off like you scare him away then he comes back and you have to spend part of this thing like oh, trying to like you're free yes. falling and you have to try and line yourself up that was frustrating too because I had yes. to do that a million times. So you're free falling. You have to line yourself up so you're going to catch him. And then you catch him and go crashing through all these things. And eventually he dies. You don't right. really do much in that level other than no. grab onto the thing. And, I was and grateful on. for any level that like just helped me. That that did that. That, that, that took me someplace. <laughs> because it was like even the slides. Uh, like, the slides you're like, if I go down the slide, am I ever coming back up? No, you're not. And there's many times where I was just like, oh, I give up. This is garbage. Like I can't find my way out of here. This is the this worst. This is how I feel every time I play this game. It's so frustrating. <laughs> but the but the story is better than average for a Star Wars game. Right. It absolutely is. And the ending in particular, there there's good stuff there. But you know what? Those these gameplay fixes would be easy. It'd be yeah. easy. It's yeah. not a hard fix. I just it feels to me, and I don't know much about game development, and maybe we should bring someone in here to yeah. some of our former students work at Ubisoft. Maybe yeah. they can speak to this kind of thing. But I they would probably love to can't. Know. They're not allowed well, to. But no, that's a different company. Like Ubisoft yeah. does not make this game. Um, they make like the Assassin's Creed games and that kind of stuff. But I would like to know, um, kind of like, what's the time? Are we, are we rushing to get this out? In time for a certain date. Do you want to get this out before? It was released mm. just before the new movie came out, right? right. It came out in December. Yeah. So I think they, they want to hit that December timeline so that yeah. they're going to get out there for the Christmas season before the movie comes out. So they have a deadline, but they're not like they're rushing through stuff just to make it happen. Yeah. Right. Whereas you, you need to make sure like these things should be thought out beforehand. They shouldn't be. It shouldn't be up to us to think of these things. People, other people should be thinking of them. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So. I and uh, every time, uh, by the way, there's uh, one of our students working at Ubisoft, and every time there's one one achievement that I couldn't get on Far Cry Five, one achievement. And so every time I see him, I'm like, why do they have to make the weapon take down so hard? Why? <laughs> Every time I see him, he's like, ha, ha, ha. Like, he, you know, he doesn't have an he answer. Wasn't, he wasn't even working there no. when they made Far Cry 5. No, but 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 it drives me nuts having that one th- whatever not completed. Okay. As I say. like You're I, a completionist. I, you like to do everything. I yet. am never going to walk around in Grand Theft Auto shooting pe- pigeons again. Like, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not. I'm I'm becoming less of a completist. I, I would like to actually revisit Grand Theft Auto because I've not played that in a while. And I kind of want to. I feel like every time I go to turn on Star Wars, and again, I have to, I have to play one game at a time. I can't. I don't have enough time yeah. to to do a multi gaming no. sessions or whatever. So I play a little bit every day, basically, of Star Wars. But once I'm done, I might actually go back to Grand Theft Auto for a little bit. Although we, you have you have given me a few other games as well. Aren't we due for a Grand Theft Auto? It's been a while. Oh, it has been. Yeah, you're right. It has we, been. A, you would think. I don't know, five, six years now. Yeah, it's been some. It's been a stretch. We'll have to take a look at that for Media Nerds and see what's going on there. Talk about video games. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the Force hit you on the ass. Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? <laughs>